0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis bringing you another study from God's Word, and we're looking at this study on Antichrist. There's always a group who base their salvation on a vision or a light, or maybe they've seen. But many of you have seen what you call a vision of Christ. Yes, folks tell me they've been praying and just as earnestly as they know how, and all at once before their mind, I the came an image of Christ. Just like the picture of Christ that you have on your wall there maybe or there in your chapel. But listen, you believe that you're saved because you saw that image of of what you call Christ. Now hold your seat. The old trailblazers used to say we're going to jump a creek. But we're going to give you the surprise of your life. Do you know, my friend, that the picture you have today called a picture of Christ are not the pictures of Christ, but a picture of the Antichrist? Do you know that it's the way that the Antichrist will look when he comes on the scene? Yes, that's right. Do you know that there's one way the Antichrist will look? He look. Listen, do you know it is one way he was going to deceive his followers? That's right. He's going to see that picture. Pick not but a picture of the Antichrist. Listen now. Listen, do you know that it is one way he's going to deceive folks? Get that, would you? Do you know that no man has ever seen Christ to get a picture of him? Do you know that man's concept is not a picture of Christ? No, no. And when the Antichrist comes on the scene, he will look exactly like that picture. And listen, did you ever stop to think of that? Have you, have you ever, Has that just ever crossed your mind that it's not a picture of Christ for no one knows what our Lord will look like? Oh, no, my friend, some artist paints that picture. and I've seen them. I've seen them in to churches and funerals and so forth, weddings. And there's that picture up behind the pulpit, big 14 by 30 picture. Did you ever stop to think, and do you know, when Satan shows you that picture in a vision, he's also showing you a picture of his son. And you are believing it. Listen now, listen to what God says in Isaiah 55, Verses 8 and 9. He says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. <coughs> and then in Exodus 20, uh, 20 chapter, 20 chapter the fourth verse, Thou shalt not make thee any graven image Or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Now, my friend, let me read that again for you. That's in Exodus chapter 20, verse 4. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image, or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, Or that is, in the water under the earth. Now, the picture that you have, you say it's a picture of Christ. Remember that man made it. Man has never seen the Lord, but Satan has led man to give us a picture of his son. And when the Antichrist comes on the scene, he will look just like that picture. That is, when the Antichrist comes on the scene, he will look just like that picture. That's, the only, that's one way he will deceive the whole world. So Satan working upon your mind gives you a mental picture. Get that now, a mental picture of his son. I may have told you before, here not far from in our community, a couple of summers ago, uh, a lady went in our out, out building outside, barn or shed or something, and the sun was shining through a crack. And she saw what she called an image of the Mary. Mary, yeah, that's right. And she called her neighbor, and the neighbor called the, the newspaper. And, man, they flocked out there like I I don't know what. And they thought, well, all they did, the way the sun goes down, it's just a crack in the wall. But people are too prone to believe anything. So Satan, working on your mind, gives you a mental picture of his son, the Antichrist. And deceives you with that mental mental image into thinking that you've seen the Lord. Thereby convinces you that you're saved when you're only two four more a child of hell than you were before. Now let me go a step further. Satan will give you a mental image of a so-called saint. That is a, of a picture you have seen of a saint, a picture. Or he'll give you a mental picture of an angel. Which, which, uh, listen, nothing in the world but Satan transforming himself into an angel of light to deceive you. That's according to Second Corinthians eleven four, and he's deceiving multitudes upon multitudes today with his so-called vision. Then, then Satan will give others a vision of lights, or stars, or burning worlds, or anything. To deceive you, to delude you, and they'll be so vivid and so real until you will believe they came from God. Do you know, listen, do you know hundreds have come to me and said, We've got to have a vision to assure us of our salvation. It is taught now in so many churches today that you must have a vision as an assurance of salvation. Greater the vision Greater the assurance, your salvation. Thousands of folks, thousands of folks have believed that they're saved because they've had some great vision or experience, and you're basing your salvation upon that one thing. Multitudes of folks are, clo- are doing that thing today. My friend, that's, just, that's not salvation. That's satanic manifestation to the core. Now, that's the way the Antichrist will work when he comes on the scene. This so-called speaking in tongues. Now listen, listen, folks. This so-called speaking in tongues is nothing but a sign of satanic manifestation. All of these satanic manifestations grew out of the fact that the church has lost her power, lost her message. People have sat in the cold Orthodox churches and dried up, but in their hearts, there was a longing for something spiritual, and Satan has come along by his power of ma- imitation and deceived multitudes of our people with his spiritual manifestation. Now, my friend, that I know that's not popular today, and I'll get some phone calls and some letters criticizing me, calling me an old crackpot, but I'm trying to warn you that some of you are not on Christ. You don't know the Lord. I asked you. I asked my audience here, my my congregation, almost on a regular basis on Sunday, Sunday morning. I said, do you know the Lord? Are you saved? Then I asked my trucker friends. I have lots of old truckers out there on the highway now. They go across two or three timelines in a day, and they hear, me, hear the old trailblazer. Or maybe on Sunday they hear our Sunday sermon, And they call me, write me, and I, I say, are you saved? When you get down out of that old cab on that old tractor, taking a break, hang, look look in that big old mirror there and say, am I saved? I asked you to ask. you You get an answer, my friend. Listen, listen. That which you're talking about and putting the emphasis on reveals where your heart is, that you don't know the Lord. If you knew the Lord, you'd talk about him. In Luke 2.34, we find these words. You listen. And Simon blessed, blessed them and said unto Mary, his mother, Simeon, I'm sorry, Simeon, and said unto Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel and for a sign which shall be spoken against. The Lord Jesus Christ is a sign. That's right. He is the sign. He said, the only sign that I'm going to give you is that I will be crucified and be buried, and I will rise again the third day. He that believeth on me shall have everlasting life, and he that believeth not shall be damned. Now, let me ask you this question, my friend. Do you know the Lord? Do you know that Christ? Is that who you're speaking about in your daily life? It's not sweet Jesus, no. I've come to hate that expression, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus. I go in a grocery store. Have a sweet Jesus day, Mr. Thank you, sir. Have a sweet Jesus day. This wicked and adulterous generation seems seeketh after a sign. And that is the reason a lot of you awakened sinners out there are not saved today. You're not seeking Christ. You're seeking a sign. And Satan will give you that sign. Listen, listen, don't listen now. Listen now. You're not seeking Christ, you're seeking that sign. And Satan will give you that sign if you don't watch it. And seal you for hell, time and eternity. My friend, the old trailblazer, after almost every message I speak. I asked you, are you are you concerned about eternity? Do you, do, you, do you ever think about where your soul is going to spend eternity? First of all, do you know you're going to die? The Bible said it is appointed unto man once to die, and after that the judgment, the old trailblazers being true to your soul, my friend. You can rant and rave and kick and puke, but, Lord, my, my friend, I know, I know what I'm speaking of. You better cry out against everything in the world except one thing. I want to know the Lord. It would be better, listen, 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 let let me ask you this. Awakened sinner, is your soul longing for Christ or are you seeking a sign? Is your soul seeking for Christ or do you want some kind of experience or vision? Are you willing to settle for something less than the Lord? You may find a false peace or a false religion and some have. Some of you, even under my preaching, have started down that road, wanting Christ, and you settle for something less. Oh, but my friend, the old trailblazer is going to be true to your soul, regardless of what it costs, regardless if it takes a hide off. That's right. That's right. Today, listen, you may not like the message. You're not satisfied to sit and listen to the gospel, which is one thing and one thing only, Christ died for sinners. Christ was buried rose again the third day for sinners. No, you have settled for something else, trying to find something else that will satisfy, but there's nothing out there, nothing there except the Lord Jesus Christ, my friend, to settle that longing in your heart. Let me ask you something. Do you ever read the Bible? Do you ever read that verse in Luke 19.10? He said he came to seek and to save that which was lost. Have you ever been lost? No soul is ever saved until he sees himself lost, doomed, and damned. Oh, but listen! Then there's another verse that says, "All manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven." It doesn't matter, my friend. Are you? If you come to see yourself as a poor old lost sinner with a background of sin and degradation and all that, that's not the Lord forgives sin, my friend. He washes you white as snow. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood. The old Trailblazers are going to be here week after week bringing you these messages. One thing I want to mention is our Radio Missions Radio. Go there to our website, radiomission.org, and look up Radio Missions Radio. It's a 24-hour, seven days a week radio, and it's uh, filled with classic messages by the late Pastor Shelton and myself and others. Good songs by our choir and other choir and they have a schedule there at radiomission.org. and you can look it up about every two hours, two and a half hours, they come a classic message on. I wish you would do that. And if you have any trouble, call me and let me hear from you. But remember my mailing address if you like to write it. It's uh, Radio Missions or the Old Trailblazer. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And I would like to hear from you. Help me with the broadcast just a little if you possibly can. You folks up there in Alaska, I want to hear from you. Some We've got new stations up there, and folks are, folks are, letting, are hearing. Let me hear from you and uh, tell me what station you're listening to. And then if you would, come see us. we we'll always like to see you here in Walker, Louisiana. And call me and let me know that you're coming. We'll find a nail to hang you on. But this is the old trailblazer, Pastor Pendarvis. I want to just tell you I love you. I love sinners, my friend, and I want to see you saved. Goodbye, and God bless you.